my gorgeous boss babes, welcome to the e-commerce dropout podcast, aka my personal brain dump of everything I wish I knew when starting out in e-commerce. Whether you're wanting to launch your very first online business or looking to scale an existing brand, this is the show for you. Here you'll learn plenty of actionable tips and tricks to create the e-commerce store of your dreams and smash your online business goals. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the e-commerce dropout podcast and welcome back to part two of the ultimate guide to influencer marketing for e-commerce businesses. This episode is a carry on from part one, which I posted earlier in the week. So if you haven't had a listen to that episode yet, go back, give it a listen and then come straight back here to listen to this episode. In part one, we covered the basics of influencer marketing and the different tiers of influencers. But today's episode is going to be a bit more specific around where to find influencers, how to approach them, what to include in your project briefs, what legal contracts to have in place, and how to actually measure whether your campaign is successful. But Before we do dive into these topics, I wanted to let you guys know that as of yesterday, doors are officially reopened to my signature course, the Start to Sales e-commerce blueprint, which is a one-stop shop for all the lessons and resources you need to launch an e-commerce brand successfully. This course is a complete labor of love. I have literally poured so much into this course to make it as amazing and comprehensive as possible. So if you are someone that is wanting to finally take that next step to launch an online store, this is the only blueprint you will need to get you there. But doors do close on Wednesday, the 12th of May. So make sure you do get in quick because I'm not sure when we'll be relaunching, but I know that it will be more expensive next time. I've tried to keep it really affordable this round to make sure as many people get to experience the benefits of the course. But as more and more value is constantly being added, the court, the price will be going up. So if you want to get heaps of value in this round and for the cheapest price it will ever be, make sure you do get on board before Wednesday, the 12th of May. There are no live calls in this course. It is completely self-paced. So you can work at your own pace, whether you're super, super busy and want to do it in like at your own pace, or you're super determined to just get in and smash down one weekend. You can also do that. And of course, I had to hook up my podcast family with a sneaky little discount. So if you use the code podcastfam at checkout, you'll receive 10% off the total course cost. And that applies to the full pay option and the payment plan. So now that we've discussed that, let's jump straight back into the episode. The first thing that I want to cover is how to actually contact influencers with a proposal to collaborate. So you do have a few options here. You can either contact the influencer directly via email or DM, or you can find them through an influencer platform or sorry, this is what I also thought of. You can go through an agency, but for now, I'm just going to discuss the first two methods because they're the ones that I've personally had experience with. I've never used an agency or ever really needed to, so I don't have much experience to talk on there. So if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say an influencer marketing platform, it's essentially like a marketplace of influencers that are available for paid or contra gifting collaborations. They can range from like really huge influencers to the smaller nano and micro influencers. 
Brands can also use these platforms to list collaboration opportunities, but we're going to come back to that in a second and I'll tell you a bit about my favorite platforms to use and kind of my thoughts on them. But first, let's talk about contacting influencers directly. So the main way you can do this is either via DM on Instagram or via email. And look, each influencer is likely to have their own preference around how they like to be contacted. But I found the most success personally, just sending them an email and then following up with a DM. So send them a really professional email. And then I like to follow up with a really genuine DM to let them know that you've sent them an email and you look forward to hearing with them. So you do have those kind of two touch points. I just find that this is the most professional way to initiate a conversation and it also cuts through the noise in their DMs because we all know that most influencers are probably receiving a heap of DMs each day. So if you send them an email, it just takes that initial conversation out of their busy DMs and puts it in a more professional setting that's likely to not be as noisy. Now, let's talk about what to actually include in your email or in that initial contact point. And the biggest thing that I want to stress here is please don't go in with like the cliche, hey, babe, love your post. Let's collab because I guarantee they're probably not going to respond or they get a million of these a day and you're just not going to stand out to them as a brand that they want to work with. You're going to want to send a really genuine message that actually connects with the influencer on a personal level and makes them want to work with your brand. So I really like to send them an email that first introduces myself as the business owner. So you're making that personal connection. And then I let them know that I love their content. And what I like to do here is point out a really specific piece of content that I've loved that they've posted lately or Something that just shows them that I'm not just saying love your content, being general, like they will feel like you actually follow them and engage with their content. So you could say something like, I absolutely love your reels, especially that one you did about X, Y, Z topic, whatever it may be. This just shows that, yeah, you are genuine about their page and what they do. You're not just kind of sending them a generic template email. Then I would follow on by saying, I would really love to work together as I feel that our following aligns really well. And I would mention here that the way you want to collaborate. So you could say something like, I think that our audiences really align well based on their mutual love of holistic fitness, for example. And I would love to work together to create a really valuable reel and grid post that can be shared across both our social accounts. Then I would open up the floor to them by saying something along the lines of, if you are interested in working together, I would love to hear from you and then just finish off the email with something nice. But the key here is to create that really genuine connection and conversation with the influencer, then wait to hear back from them as to whether they're interested in working together. Then once they reply, if they do reply saying, yep, would love to work together, blah, 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 then that is fantastic. You can start to get more specific, like asking them questions and begin negotiating the campaign. In the next email to them, I would recommend requesting their fee structure and any media kit or insights from previous collaborations or posts. This then provides you with the opportunity to like investigate their pricing, their conditions, and the type of results they may have achieved throughout other sponsored posts. Then once you're happy to proceed with the price and the conditions that they've specified, you will move on to sending them the brief, which we're going to touch more on in a second. 
So now that we've kind of covered that personal like connection, you reaching out to them just in an organic way, I want to move on to the next way in which you can do that. And that is by using an influencer platform. So what these platforms are designed to do is make it as easy as possible to facilitate collaborations between businesses and influencers. They're essentially like a marketplace where influencers can list that they're available for collaboration and businesses can either list potential opportunities or look for influencers that will suit their campaigns. And look, full transparency here, guys. I love these platforms. They literally just make it so easy to find all the information you need. They have all the influencers like statistics and insights and engagement and all those kind of things listed on there. So it's pretty much takes the hard work out of it for you. And look, they do cost money to use these platforms. Some cost um, like a, a fee per job that you initiate. Some just cost like a monthly fee. So that is kind of the downside of using these platforms. But look, they are worth their weight in gold. I find it so convenient to use them. And I find that it's like a really secure way to facilitate these collaborations because these platforms like are so cautious about their reputation and not being dodgy. So they make everything really secure for the influencer and for businesses. Now, when it comes to which platform to use, I actually have two favorites that I really like. So the first one is called The Right Fit and the other one is called Hey Influencers. They're both really good platforms that will allow you to find and connect with influencers And just to add on to the benefits that I was mentioning earlier, what I really love and find convenient about these apps or platforms, I guess, is that all the influencers on there are proactively seeking collaborations with brands. So you're not just kind of cold contact contacting them, so to speak, and they might like be totally not keen to work with you. You know that the people on these platforms have listed themselves on there for a reason and they may be interested in doing a collaboration with you. So it just kind of takes that guesswork out of knowing whether they are interested or not. So if you are looking to work with influencers, I would recommend jumping onto these platforms, which were the right fit and hey influencers, and just checking them out to see which you align with and prefer. They both have so much documentation on their sites about how everything works. So instead of me just rehashing all that information, I encourage you to go check out their sites, see which one looks the best to you because I like and recommend both of them. So yeah, the choice is yours. They're both great. I would recommend checking them both out. All right. Now that we've touched on how to actually contact influencers to work together, let's talk about what to include in the project brief, which is essentially a document that you provide to the influencer you're working with. And it incorporates all of the specific details of the campaign and what your brand expectations are. So you're going to want to get really, really clear in your brief. This is what the influencer will base their whole content around. So some of the things to include will be the product they're promoting. So if you're, you want them to promote a certain product from your store, you would include that there. You're going to want to include a specific date for content approval and then a date that you want the content to be published. So if you do want the influencer to run the content by you before they post, put that, um, content approval date on there first. And then you're going to want to get really clear on the reporting requirements. So for example, screenshots of your insights must be provided within 72 hours after the the post has been published. 
This way, the influencer will know your expectations around how you want those to be delivered to you. Next, you want to provide instructions around tags or links that you want them to include and any relevant hashtags or wording. Then you're going to want to have a section to specify the deliverables of the project. So for example, one grid post to remain on page for no less than 60 days, three Instagram stories with swipe up link to XYZ brand, and then any correlating images to be emailed to your email. So that's just an example of what to include in the deliverables. It's basically a section just to get really clear on what the influencer is to provide. Then the next section is the campaign overview. So this is where you want to convey any messaging that you want the influencer to get across in their campaign. So for example, if you really are trying to promote a certain sale that you're having, you would put this in the campaign overview. So, um, influencer to promote black Friday sale occurring on these dates. I, and then also you could include here things, um, like your brand, uh, what am I thinking of here? Sorry, guys, I just had like a complete mind blank. What I was trying to say is if your brand has any really unique selling points, like you're eco-friendly or whatever that may be, this could be a chance for the influencer to get that across to their followers. So this is where you would include those kind of things. Then finally, I would recommend including a mood board or reference images that consist of either posts that other influencers have done for your brand that you want them to kind of follow along those guidelines or just some photos of the style you want to achieve. This will just give that influencer a really clear visual idea of what you're after rather than just verbally explaining it because then you're kind of not leaving it up to their interpretation completely. You have really clearly visually provided them what you're after. Okay. So I know that was kind of a lot to remember with me just saying it. So in the next few days, I'm actually going to send an email out with an influencer brief template attached. So if you are on my mailing list, definitely keep your eye out for that because it will be a really good template for you to have on hand and it'll pretty much just incorporate everything I just mentioned in a really easy to use template. All right. The next topic I want to cover is the legal requirements of working with influencers, because there are a few things that you need to be aware of. The first one is that you need to have an understanding of what needs to be publicly disclosed when collaborating with an influencer. So in Australia, this type of marketing is governed by the Australian Association of National Advertisers and their code of ethics states, by the way, the code of ethics was only updated in February, 2021. So this is kind of the most, it definitely is the most recent information. Um, So the code of ethics states that if you're involved in a paid collaboration, it needs to be made clear. So there isn't a specific way you have to do this, but the general practice is that you hashtag something like ad or sponsored or gifted just so consumers clearly know that there is a paid or gifted collaboration between your brand and the influencer. So as a brand, I would recommend clearly including this in your brief to the influencer to ensure that they're aware of this as well. Like they're going to be the ones posting it, then they should be aware of these guidelines, but you just want to cover yourself and just make sure everyone is aware of that because it is really important that you do have to disclose that legally. The next thing I would recommend putting in place is an influencer marketing contract so that you have a written agreement between you and the influencer. This is one of those documents that I really recommend putting some time into creating as a really good template that you can continue to use within your business. It's one of those things that will actually serve you as an asset if you invest the time to do it properly. 
So to create your template, you can literally just go to Google and search influencer marketing contract template, and it'll bring up a heap of downloadable templates that you can then choose from. But once you have chosen one, you really need to put in that time to go through the contract really thoroughly and make sure that it aligns with your business and your terms and conditions. So please, please do not just download one and send it on over to the influencer with no revisions. Put in that time to read through every word of the contract and make sure it is all correct and all aligns with your brand. Or alternatively, you can actually pay a solicitor to create a contract for you from scratch, which I would recommend down the track as your business is growing. But if you are just in those starting stages, um, you can definitely just download a template and customize it. But as you do grow, I would recommend looking into getting a solicitor to create your own contract for you. So to put all these pieces together, what this is going to look like is you decide you want to work with an influencer. You make that initial contract with them, whether it's via a platform or directly. Then once you've agreed to work together, you're going to need to send them the brief along with the contract for them to sign. But just make sure that you do actually receive a signed and acknowledged copy of the contract back from the influencer before you proceed with the campaign. And also another thing that they might ask you to sign a contract. So a lot of influencers obviously use influencing as their business. So don't be surprised if they request a contract to be signed from you, which you would then need to read through, sign and, you know, complete that contract for them as well. All right, let's move on to the final topic, which is how to actually track the success of your influencer campaign. So if you're spending money to work with influencers or gifting them products, you're going to want to have a clear idea of the results that each campaign or each influencer is producing so that you can see what's working and what might not be working so much. There are a few main ways that you can monitor the success of a campaign. And the first way is that you can provide the influencer with a custom URL, which you can create using Google Campaign URL Builder. And then through Google Analytics, you can actually track how many people are using that specific link and even whether it is converting customers. So to actually do this, I would recommend just Googling instructions for how to create a Google custom campaign URL. And there will be just like heaps of video tutorials or articles that will walk you through exactly how to set that up rather than me doing like a terrible, terrible job of trying to explain this over the podcast, like all the tech behind it, because it's definitely one of those things that you need to visually see to learn how to do. I've watched, I just watched one video and it walks you through everything. So it is quite easy to learn, but just not something I I can explain over podcast. The next method that you can use is creating a specific discount or affiliate code that the influencer can then share with their followers. And while this isn't the most effective or insightful method of tracking, it can be a really good, easy way to see if the campaign is actually generating any sales. And you can see that really clearly based on which influencers discounts codes are being used. The third way is to ask the influencer to provide a screenshot of their post analytics, which can serve as a really good overview to see how many people the post reached, how many likes and comments it got, and how many people actually clicked on the post or saved it. Now that I've kind of mentioned all three methods, my recommendation would actually be to incorporate all three of them, which will then give you a really clear picture of how the campaign has performed. 
So what that would look like is that you would create a custom campaign URL using Google that you could then give the influencer to use for their content. So like if they're doing stories with swipe up links, the swipe up link would be using that custom URL. So you can then track how many people are swiping up on that story. Then you would also give them a discount like Emily 10, for example, that that would get their followers 10% off or anyone that uses their code 10% off. Then they can share that with their followers. Then finally, once the campaign has been completed, you would request a screenshot of their post analytics. But you do need to establish these expectations with the influencer very clearly and let them know that this is what you'll be providing, that this is what you want them to provide and just confirm that that they're on board with that. So that comes back to the brief. You would include your expectations of delivery in the brief so they know how they're going to be reporting back to you. They know that they're going to be using a custom link. You're going to give them a discount code. All of those things, you need to be including that in the brief and just be really clear on that with them. So I think that that is where I will leave this episode today, guys. I hope you have loved this two-part series on influencer marketing and have really gained some valuable information that you can now take to use within your own business and working with influencers. And of course, one final reminder, guys, doors are now open to the Start to Sales e-commerce blueprint for a very limited time, like literally only a few more days. And as I did mention before, you can score 10% off the total course price by using the code podcastfam at checkout. And if you do have any questions, like always, I would love for you to pop into my DMs and we can have a chat. But other than that, I hope you have a fantastic week and I will chat to you soon. Bye guys.